Welcome to Mission Sunlight Chat from the Media Missionaries of Network 7 Media Center. We are here in our studio in Chattanooga, Tennessee in the USA. My name is Christopher Beeson and our Director of Production and Engineering today is Jordan Wagner. Mission Sunlight Chat is a nonprofit Christian media production, so if you'd like to know more, you can visit us at missionsunlight.org. And if you want to click give, you can donate there. We appreciate whatever you'd like to do for this work. One more thing before we get into today's program, we want to touch more lives for Jesus, to share the story of Jesus, to spread the truth as it is in Jesus. So if you can't share your time, your prayers, or monies, would you please share the link to today's program with a friend or even an enemy? Post it on your social media, text it to a friend right now, even snail mail it if you want. Share Mission Sunlight Chat today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Our guest today is... Kyle Allen from Adventist World Radio. Kyle, thanks so much for joining us. It is great to be here with you, Christopher. And um, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I mentioned Jordan Wagner, our engineer down there at the end, hiding down there. He's not in the <laughs> darkness. He's uh, increased our lighting here in the studio. That's right. So now we can see him down there. <laughs> Jordan, welcome to the program. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kyle, glad to have you here. Before we get started, would you open us with a word of prayer? Absolutely. Let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, thank you that we can be together on this program today. We pray that your Holy Spirit would be with us as we talk together. And Lord, I pray that each person listening would be blessed, that they would uh, draw closer to you during this program. And thank you for the promise of your soon return, for we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, Kyle, thanks so much for the prayer. When we started the program, uh, started thinking about doing this Mission Sunlight Chat, mm. and we wanted to talk to uh, leaders and ministry minded people about their stories of mission and mm. ministry. Um, your name was on the top of my list. I said, man, I got to get Kyle <laughs> oh, Allen man. in here. Um, Kyle, we've known each other for about a decade now, That's maybe right. a little longer. That's right. And when I uh, met you, we um, uh, connected with ASI, Adventist Layman Services and Industries. That's right. That's right. You were the secretary treasurer at the North American Division of Seventh-day Adventist. And uh, we just started working together as I was leading the uh, Southern Union chapter. That's right. Um, I don't remember if I was uh, president then or what I was doing on the board, but we connected that way. And I've had, Time a, flies. had a great friendship <laughs> since then. You have uh, changed work as well as I, and you are now with AWR, and it's AWR That's right. 360. That's right. Um, tell us a little bit about what you do, Kyle. So um, first of all, it's good to see you again, Christopher. And I, I have good memories of our times in ASI. Um, and it's crazy how God leads us, you know, in our lives and ministries. We don't see sometimes where he's going to lead. And certainly that was the case with Adventist World Radio for me. And I was just doing my work with ASI. And out of the blue, I got a call to come to this radio ministry, AWR 360. And it was like, Lord, where did this come from? But the Lord confirmed that that's where he wanted me to go. And it has been a crazy amazing ride, ride <laughs> the last five years <clears throat> because I, I'm one of the vice presidents for AWR and this ministry is just, just, I don't know how to describe it except to say exploding around the world. Mm -hmm. Like evangelism initiatives, new radio stations, um, social media outreach, digital evangelism, you name it. It's just, we're involved in all, all these different things, medical mi missionary work. It's been an incredible journey, Christopher. And, uh, I've, had the privilege of being on the front lines witnessing miracles around the world. So that's, yeah. <laughs> Kyle, I'm going to excuse you to grab a uh, drink of water there while I talk for a minute. A few weeks ago, we interviewed John Helly with um, Life Talk Radio. Okay. And I love that both of you guys are in radio. This, you just fit right in here, pop <laughs> yeah. on the headphones, talk to the microphone, and you're really good to go. Um, but, you know, in 
you might know a little of my background is in radio. That's where I started in media mm. in high school, 17 years old, um, uh, doing teleprompter at a TV station and doing weekend uh, radio. I'm not going to put on my radio voice for you now. But, um, <laughs> it's just who you are. You already have a radio voice. <laughs> so, so um, you know, what a lot of people think of when they think of Adventist World Radio, they just think of, okay, they broadcast some sermons. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I'll be honest, I thought that myself, but not uh, a few years ago. I guess it's been uh, several years ago now that I think about it. Um, Karen Glassford from your office came to our <laughs> yes. church and it happened to be her former old home church before she went up uh, to work with AWR. She came down and shared with us all the fascinating things that AWR, you just listed several of them, that AWR is doing. And uh, you're a little more than a radio station. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I love one of my That's favorite true. things that uh, that you put out, and I love seeing them around the world, is the little, uh, I don't know what you call them, the God Pods. The God Pods, the, you got it. The radio pods. Absolutely. Um, those are really cool because they're solar powered. I wish I have one upstairs. I wish we'd have grabbed one <laughs> so we could show the folks. Um, those are really cool. And people are listening to AWR around the world on those things. They, they are. And, you know, it's incredible, Christopher. It's one of the projects that I get to work with, um, which is exciting. So we, we produce, well, we work with a ministry that produces these little units, which are, like you said, solar powered. They're very robust. So they can go out into the bush in areas where... Well, we've actually heard that like they've been run over by trucks. They've gotten thrown <laughs> in the rivers in Africa. And literally years later, we've come back to the bush in Africa and we've found them still working. Wow. Because they just set them out in the sun. They charge them. And, then, and some villages will turn it on and just play the Bible because we always have the Bible mm -hmm. in their native language, as many as we can get. Uh, we have whatever other audio resources, spirit of prophecy, evangelistic resources, health resources, all as many as possible in their native language. And then typically many of them also have English as a second option so they can listen to English as well. So okay. it's, it's a great tool. So I've also seen these units with FM, AM uh, yes. ability to That's listen. Right. And shortwave. And, and the thing about those, people may not have thought of this, but in communist countries where those uh, kinds of radio broadcasts are restricted, you cross over those fences, you cross over yes. those walls, you cross over those waters and are able to reach people. Absolutely. And you know, um, there's so many stories I could tell you, but I will tell you something exciting that just happened this last year. Okay. Mm -hmm. And things were very rough there and, and are still very rough. But we found out we could get God pods in through the southern border. Mm -hmm. And so by God's grace, God pods are going in. Wow. So to a very restricted area. Yes. For so Christian, yeah. For and so, pr prayers for these little God pods because we ne we don't know who's listening to them sometimes, but we we know that people are, and we pray that the the harvest one day we will see the harvest when we go to heaven. Amen. Wow. <laughs> what else does AWR? You your shirt says broadcast to baptism. So broadcast is where kind of people yes. think of you but talk to us about some steps between absolutely so our president dr Dwayne mckee he when he came to awr he's an evangelist and yeah, he had this he real is. passion you know elder mckee <laughs> he had a passion for evangelism and he said you know what it's the broadcasting is good it's good that we broadcast all over the world we have over 1800 and this is a conservative number christopher okay. 1800 adventist radio stations that's including wait 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 1,800? Yes. I was thinking maybe 30 or 50. No, no. Now, we're including like radio stations. We don't own them. They're 
owned and operated by the divisions, the unions, the conferences, and supporting ministries. Sure. Radio stations that are Adventist in content. Right. So, and we, we network with a lot of these radio stations. We help provide funding and equipment and stuff like that, programming. But so all those radio stations are broadcasting. But one thing we found was that sometimes we broadcast, but we don't close the gap. People are listening, but we don't provide a way for them to then find out about the Adventist church, to study the Bible, and ultimately to choose to follow Jesus and be baptized. So Dwayne's vision was, we need to connect these listeners and help them make that decision to follow Christ and join the Seventh-day Adventist church. So that's really what it was all about. The 360 is the full cycle of evangelism, and it's really exciting to see how God works through that from radio to all the other different means, health evangelism, literature. We're using everything to lead them to make that decision, digital evangelism, to make that decision to follow Jesus. Wow. Amen. So how can people learn more about AWR 360? So you can go to our website, awr.org, or I would actually encourage you to go to our YouTube channel and watch the videos because we have amazing miracle stories, Christopher, about how God is working around the world on our YouTube channel. So check it out, AWR 360, um, and I think you're going to be blessed. Amen. AWR.org. AWR.org. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram. And I'm telling you, God is just, every week I hear stories and I, I'm thinking, man, what a time it is to be alive. We're, leave, we're living at the closing days of Earth's history and we're seeing the Holy Spirit being poured out. I was in Zambia, Christopher, in May, and we had 21 seminary students from Andrews University mm-hmm. preaching and radio and God pods. 1,335 souls baptized Amen. on the final Sabbath. Just curious. <laughs> Praise the Lord for that. Yeah. <laughs> Does AWR have a podcast? So we have um, various podcasts in many languages, okay. and we are working now to create a 24-7 uh, English online AWR flagship radio station. Okay. So that'll be available. But our podcasts are primarily focused in doing it in the different languages. Mm-hmm. So we operate in about 80 languages right now. We're trying to increase that. So yeah. once they're done listening to this podcast, go and check out the AWR podcast. That's right. Yeah. Thank you very Some much. Great options. Yeah. Yeah, good. We're going to take a break. Just a reminder, you can visit us at missionsunlight.org. It's a place where you can learn more. That's mission, S-O-N, light, missionsunlight.org. You can give there or shoot us an email with your comments. Share today's program link or the entire podcast with a friend by text, social media, or by snail mail. Take a moment right now. Share it with someone. Thank you so much. Back soon with more Mission Sunlight Chat. Back to Mission Sunlight Chat. Kyle Allen is our guest from AWR 360. Kyle, thanks so much for sharing about AWR. I wonder, can you tell us a little bit about who 
Kyle Allen is, where <laughs> you come from, what your history is. Why are you in ministry today? Oh, wow. Well, I will tell you that uh, being here in my hometown of Chattanooga, Tennessee, this is home. Mm-hmm. I was born here um, in this beautiful scenic city. And, um, you know, I was born to a family that was not Adventist, Christian, but uh, it's a long story. But my mom and dad uh, divorced when I was young. And to make a long story short, my mom remarried a Seventh-day Adventist. Mm -hmm. And I always, when I tell my testimony, I like to share that God works all things together for good in our lives. And I think all of us, when we look back at our life history, and many of us come from broken families or different challenges we've had in our families, but we can see God's hand even in those challenges. And so in in my experience, even though I went through divorce, which is a really rough thing, you know, for kids... Uh, God somehow worked that to lead our family into his truth. Amen. And so, and there was a lot of ups and downs growing up, um, challenges, because, yeah, (laughs) without getting into the details of it, family life was a little bit turbulent. Um, But my mom kept going, kept bringing us to church. Actually, for a while, I went to church on Sundays with dad, (laughs) Saturdays with mom, sometimes both in the same weekend. Um, but eventually... You were getting a double portion, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, I was getting the Methodist Adventist double portion, right? Um, and, you know, but eventually my mom said, okay, I want you to be in Adventist school. And my mom's a public school teacher here. Mm-hmm. And she was, she's retired now. But she put me in uh, Spalding Elementary School mm-hmm. when I was in sixth grade. And that decision, Christopher, really impacted my life in a big way. Because now you're in an Adventist education environment and so going on mission trips getting involved in church all that started to change me i went to college academy and um i remember i was at camp kalakwa mm-hmm. if any of you have been down there down in florida yep and it was a prayer conference and i was 16 years old and uh they had an appeal for baptism at the end of the prayer conference and it wasn't planned but actually there was only two baptisms planned that day but in the end over 61 students were baptized, and I was one of them. Amen. Running down into the spring, got baptized by Pastor LeClaire Litchfield. Okay. And anyway, so, you know, that experience of going to CA and being involved in ministry and then missions, went on a mission trip to Venezuela, began to shape me. And then in 2001, summer of 2000, excuse me, summer of 2001, after I graduated from CA, I went to a little program in Atlanta, Georgia, called ASI Youth for Jesus. Mm. <laughs> and David Ashick was preaching, and that program that summer, being involved in that evangelistic meeting, really uh, stirred my heart and made me realize that God was calling me towards ministry. Mm-hmm. So I came back, um, enrolled in theology here at Southern, but still was wrestling, you know, because sometimes we know God is calling us or we're not really sure what all that means. So... I kind of ran from the call because I was always also interested in politics. That was my other love. God has your address. (laughs) (laughs) So I went up to Columbia Union College in Maryland Mm -hmm. after my freshman year and took political studies Mm. and uh, and was heading towards law school. Did internships downtown D.C. in the in the in the Congress and in the White House in 2004. And then. Uh, was planning to go to law school, Christopher, but God, through a series of events, including GYC, which is a youth conference that some of you know about, 
God began to turn my mind back towards ministry. And eventually, after preaching an evangelistic series on a Share Him, you guys know Share Him? Mission trip to Mexico. I said, okay, God, I know that you're calling me to be a pastor. So instead of going to law school, I went to Andrews for seminary. And the Lord has just worked from there. And I didn't want to be a pastor, but (laughs) ended up, I think I didn't want to be a pastor because I didn't want to be stuck in a local church Mm -hmm. dealing with problems. (laughs) That was my fear. But you know what? Sometimes God knows what we need, not what we, he gives us what we need, not necessarily what we want. Right. So I wound up in a local church. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it was the greatest blessing of, of my life to be able to do that wrestling with people in ministry. Mm-hmm. You're still doing it, <laughs> even at AWR, right? Yes, yes. Around the world. Yes. You just took that microcosm and expanded it globally. Yeah, I never, and like I said, you just don't never know where God is going to lead. And I think one thing I've learned is even when we, sometimes we talk about needing to have perfect peace before we make a decision, and it mm-hmm. is important. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we have to take a step of faith. Yeah. Sometimes we just have to say, okay, God, I can sense deep in my heart that you're calling me to do this. And I'm just going to step out of that boat and go forward. And in my experience, as you take those steps, then God confirms it as you go. And he gives you the courage. I mean, I've made a lot of mistakes, but I just am able to, I'm just, I praise God that he's been able to use me in spite of my mistakes, in spite of my family background, and be a part of this amazing work of taking the gospel to the world. What a privilege it is. You know, um, People on our program frequently uh, mention uh, Ellen White and her mm-hmm. writings uh, uh, gathered in some of her writings in the book called Selected Messages, book mm. two. Um, I think it's page 243, 244. Um, she said something about uh, when you don't feel like it, mm. uh, when you just aren't sure. Put one one foot in front of the other, essentially. I'm, I'm very much paraphrasing, but keep praising, keep praying, keep keep trying. Amen. Um, you, you know he's there, but you're you're struggling and you may be discouraged. Um, just keep, keep slogging through it. Keep going and forward. And you will get there. Amen. And what you're describing, yeah. Amen. Um, I can relate. Um, my wife and I are, are blending a family. And um, so you were on the other end. You were the child in the blended family. Yes. But it takes time getting to know each other, getting to know uh, the idiosyncrasies of another home and yes. and, and uh, especially in your case where you were uh, probably wrestling with faith mm-hmm. um, it's interesting you mentioned uh, Methodism my family before we were Seventh-day Adventist my parents were were Methodist oh wow interesting so I, I've seen that transition as well so it's kind of like your mom was going through that and yeah uh, so um, w- when you pastored um, I, I'm familiar with your pastorate in California, I think. Yes. Is that where you started? Yeah. I, I actually started in the beautiful city of San Diego okay. <laughs> at a Filipino church. Okay. <laughs> they looked at me, and I don't know what they saw in me that made made them think that I could go to a <laughs> Filipino church, but somehow I was blessed to go to the Filipino church, and let me tell you, they fed me well. Amen. <laughs> and they also helped me uh, learn how to be a pastor. And the pastor there, Pastor Demerobles, taught me how to visit and love the people and um, got to take those young people. I was a youth pastor, got to Mm -hmm. take them to GYC and on a mission trip to the Philippines where they preached in Palawan. And um, 
I was there two years, and then God opened a door for me to go to Mintone in mm-hmm. near Loma Linda. And so I was there as the senior pastor for four years. And that's where we snagged you from for yep. ASI. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. I love hearing you talk about your travels and, and, and even international foods and so forth. Jordan and I obviously do a fair amount of traveling with our uh, Mission Sunlight mission stories. Amen. <clears throat> so what a, a great connection there for us. Uh, we hope that our folks at home today have been encouraged by the program. We have more to come. We want to uh, remind you, you can give at missionsunlight.org. That's mission, S-O-N, light.org. You can share this program with anybody right now. Thanks for doing both or either. We'll be back with more Mission Sunlight Chat. Our salvation is a day-to-day matter, isn't it? The real principle of the Sabbath is reconnecting ourselves with the Creator. We must learn to abide in Jesus now. We move ahead with our mission objectives, recognizing that we are serving together the Most High God. Welcome back to Mission Sunlight Chat. Kyle, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing some of your testimony and your experiences with AWR. As you look down the road, what's coming to you? What's coming to AWR? What's uh, kind of hopes and dreams? Tell us a little bit about what's the future holding. Well, what what God has shown you so far, (laughs) what you're hoping. Well, first of all, um, like I was sharing before, I just am so excited to see how God is working around the world. I really believe, Christopher, that we're living in the last days. Mm -hmm. And as we see God working in different parts of the world in impossible places mm-hmm. and here in the United States we see signs that we're we're approaching the end of time. We are in the end of time. We're getting closer and closer to that to that day. And so what's coming for AWR? We're trying to by God's grace expand this ministry and we want to see just as an example we have a project to see the 100 largest metro areas in the world covered by the Adventist message. Mhm. So some of the major metro areas like Manila, Philippines, Mexico City, um, uh, Bogota, Colombia, uh, we, we want to cover these cities with the three angels' messages. Mm-hmm. And so we're trying to strategically plan for establishing Adventist radio in these places in connection with digital evangelism. So we also want to, while we're expanding radio, we want to expand our digital evangelistic footprint. So we have a center in the Philippines, which I'm super excited about, called the Center for Digital Evangelism. Okay. And we have young people between the ages of 18 and 35, which, by the way, any young person listening, check us out because we could use you as a missionary in the Philippines. Amen. And they spend a year okay. volunteering as a digital missionary, and they can learn how to use their gifts to basically lead someone to Christ online and ultimately to baptism. Amen. So we're wanting to expand the digital missionary work globally so that we can support the radio and even um, the work of other ministries too. We we partner with Amazing Facts with uh, in different places. We've worked with It Is Written, um, ASI of course, OCI, different supporting ministries around the world. Amen. So how can people contact you about that again? What's the contact for AWR? So um, if they go to awr.org, I think the easiest thing is awr.org. You can click contact us and send us a mi- send us a message saying, I'm interested in the CDE Center for Digital Evangelism. Okay. We can connect you 
make it possible. All right. And during the break, you and Jordan were talking about connecting people over podcast. Yes, Jordan, you had a good question. Yeah, so we have people that may be multilingual and they may want to listen to your podcast. Where do they go to find those? And that's an excellent question. So if you go to our website, uh, you just click on the Listen tab. And then when you click on that tab, you can see a menu of different languages that are available uh, for you to listen to. And depending on which region of the world you're in, actually, if you're accessing our website from another region, it will actually display that uh language for you automatically location-based so but awr.org listen and then you can click on the language of your choice great thank you kyle thanks for sharing that and uh, we hope people will connect with awr.org before we go today would you just whatever the lord lays on your heart share an encouraging word with our listeners today perhaps there's one here who just needs to hear something from the throne of grace would you share for sure well friends um i want to tell you first of all that wherever you've come from in life, whatever background you've had, and some of you I know you may be thinking, well, I just, I know you're a pastor, Kyle, Christopher, Jordan, you guys are in ministry, but I don't really know if God can use me. I'm messed up. My family, you don't know what my family's done. You don't know what I've done. And I just want to tell you that I get it. I know that feeling because Listen, I've made mistakes. I come from a family that's had a lot of shortcomings in it. And, but the beautiful thing is, if you look in the Bible, and this is one of the, the most amazing truths of the Word of God, over and over again, God shows us that He uses broken people, broken families, to accomplish His purpose. Even in the history of Christ, in the genealogy of Jesus, over and over again, you see people whose lives were not perfect, but they're included in the history, in the genealogy of the Messiah. <laughs> the 12 gates of the city, I heard Mark Finley say this once, mm-hmm. are named after the apostles. Why? Because if, with all of their shortcomings and all of their faults, if a gate of the city can be, if, if, if they can make it in those gates, mm-hmm. that's saying you can too. Amen. So remember Romans eight twenty eight. God works all things together for good to those who love him, to those who are the called according to his purpose. And that means all things. <laughs> things you've done bad and things people have done to you, God can work it together for good if you trust him. And don't forget that he has a purpose for, you li- for your life. I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. God wants that for you. And that's not a prosperity promise. It's a promise that God will bless you as you surrender your heart to him to tell others about his love. Amen. And so just take that step of faith, whatever it is in your life. I don't know what the next step is for you. It may be God is calling you into a mission opportunity. It may be God is calling you to finally step across the street and witness to your neighbor. It may be picking up the phone and calling that relative that you've felt you needed to call for a long time. Whatever it is, friend, I just want to encourage you, take that step of faith. Let yes. God use you. Remember, he's forgiven you. You just need to trust him. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Kyle. Thanks for sharing that. That's it's encouraging to me and Jordan. Amen. <laughs> um, thanks so much for sharing and joining us today. Uh, Amen. Please give our greetings to uh, 
to Cammy and Karen and, and Dwayne and all the other folks up at AWR. Absolutely. <laughs> Tell them that they're uh, welcome to join us for Mission Sunlight Chat sometime, too. I'm sure they would love to. And, yeah, we'd love to share more stories. There's so many stories about what God is doing. Amen. Well, they'll have to check out your YouTube page, as you said. <laughs> yeah. See the stories there, the full videos. Amen. That is today's program from the Media Missionaries of Network 7 Media Center. This has been Mission Sunlight Chat with our guest, Kyle Allen. Thanks so much again, Kyle, for joining us. I'm Christopher Beeson, your host, and today's engineer, our director of production, Jordan Wagner. We thank you for joining us. We thank you for sharing our show with your friends. Uh, you can do that, again, by text, email, on your social media platforms. We also thank you for your, your gifts and your prayers, but most of all, especially your prayers. That's all today from our studios in Chattanooga, Tennessee. This is Mission Sunlight Chat.